there, podcast listener. I'm DC Benincasa with Missouri Business Alert. You're used to hearing the Speaking Startup podcast here, but for the next couple months, we're going to bring you something a little different, a new podcast called Market Dives. We'll dive into big developments across business, politics, sports, and more, explain the economic forces driving them, and help you understand why they matter in Missouri. We're excited to bring you this new show, and we hope you'll give it a listen. Now here's Market Dives. On October 1st, something happened in Missouri that hasn't happened in a quarter century. The gas tax increased. The one reason the bill got passed? Infrastructure. In this episode of Market Dives, we will examine how the tax increase addresses a growing need for more funding in Missouri's roads, bridges, and more. Welcome to Market Dives, a podcast that examines big economic stories and explains their effect on the Show Me State. I'm DC Benincasa, and once again, I'm joined by my co-host, Ian Laird. Ready to jump into this? Yep. I enjoyed talking to our sources about this story, so I think this should be a pretty interesting conversation. All right. Where do you think we should start with this gas tax story? Well, I think we should start from the top. Missouri has historically had one of the lower motor fuel tax rates in the nation, and the fuel tax is the primary source of funding for a state's roads and bridges. According to a Missouri Department of Transportation report, the gas tax generated more than $700 million in revenue in 2019, nearly a third of all funding for the state's roads and bridges. Okay, so when is the last time we saw the gas tax go up? The last increase, occurring in 1996, added $0.06 cents per gallon and was phased in over three years to bring the tax up to $0.17 cents per gallon. But the benefit of that pump was short-lived, according to Jeff Glenn the executive director of Missourians for Transportation Investment, a nonprofit advocacy group that helped generate political support for the most recent gas tax legislation. Here's Glenn. Over time, uh, because of factors like inflation, the cost of of materials uh, continued to rise, the cost of, of labor continued to rise, the cost to build our roads and bridges and maintain those roads and bridges continued to increase. However, because there are no inflationary uh, uh, systems in the state motor fuel tax, uh, the state motor fuel tax revenue remained relatively flat over that period of time. So basically, Missouri hasn't increased the gas tax, which has left the Department of Transportation with essentially less funding because the money they do get just doesn't stretch as far as it used to? Yeah, that's the main idea. So will this new tax be able to fix things then, Ian? That's the hope. Could you maybe explain a little bit more about what this tax actually looks like? Yeah, so this bill, which was signed by Governor Mike Parson in June, will lead to a 12.5 cent per gallon increase across five years. So, 2.5 cents per year through 2025. There's also a refund mechanism that Glenn mentioned that allows anyone owning vehicles under 26,000 pounds to fill out a form and claim a refund on the tax. That means all personal vehicles are available for the refund, and only larger vehicles like buses, semis, and fire trucks are exempt. And then it also has provisions in it to generate revenue from electric vehicles and vehicles that use alternative fuels. And what sort of benefits is this tax expected to generate? First, I think it's worth highlighting that estimates from the Missouri Chamber of Commerce and Industry have the tax creating 17,000 new construction and engineering jobs. Then, when you look at the revenue, Glenn said the tax is expected to generate about $500 million per year when it is fully implemented. $500 million is a lot of money. Is that enough to solve Missouri's infrastructure problems? 
Not exactly, because first of all, you have to factor in the refunds, which about 20% of people are expected to claim, meaning that figure will actually end up closer to $400 million. That money will then be split with the state getting 70% and cities and counties getting 15% each. With an annual shortfall of $825 million, though, the State Department of Transportation still has some ground to make up. But luckily, there is a route to close up that gap in the short term, at least. The federal infrastructure funding bill that the Biden administration is pushing for. When those federal dollars come in, more often than not, in fact, almost all of the time, uh, those federal dollars require a state match or a local match uh, to be able to draw down those dollars from the federal government. And so by increasing our investment here in the state of Missouri, uh, we should be able to access more of those federal dollars than we would have been able to access uh, typically. And so those federal dollars, again, we, we have an $825 million annual shortfall uh, in transportation investment here in Missouri. Senate Bill 262 is going to cut that gap in half, but that still leaves another half. And so a lot of those federal dollars uh, will help to fill that gap, at least on a short-term basis. While clearly Glenn and Missourians for Transportation Investment supported this policy, who else backed it and who opposed it? While Democrats and leaders in infrastructure industries pretty much universally supported it, conservative leadership in the legislature also thought an increase in the gas tax was necessary to provide more funding for infrastructure. On the other side of the issue were other conservative legislators, and it ended up being about a 50-50 split in the Republican Party over this bill. What was their reasoning for opposing the bill? Some say that the legislature shouldn't go against voters, as Missourians voted down a gas tax increase in 2018 when it went on the ballot. Some lawmakers also say the bill violates the Hancock Amendment in the Missouri Constitution, which takes measures to limit taxation. The amendment states that Missouri's General Assembly cannot raise taxes over a certain threshold without voter approval. Since the gas tax includes a possible refund, though, some say this keeps the tax safe from violating the amendment. Still, Senate leadership made increasing the gas tax a focal issue of the 2021 legislative session and worked with the House to get it passed. It's interesting that the bill receives so much support from both sides of the aisle. Is the quality of Missouri roads really so bad that the current situation is untenable? Yes, I think it is. Missouri infrastructure is in a really rough state. The American Society of Civil Engineers provided report cards for states on a number of infrastructure categories this year, and all of Missouri's systems ranked somewhere between a D- and a C. Glenn mentioned a lot of projects simply have to be ignored because there isn't adequate funding for them, or because other projects end up going over budget or take too long bogging down the entire system. There's a grading system for for our state's uh, roads and bridges. And so we've seen more and more bridges fall into that that structurally uh, deficient uh, area uh, where they're no longer able to uh, carry the traffic load that they were designed to carry. Uh, We've also seen them fall into, some of our bridges fall into the poor category. Okay, that seems like a pretty straightforward cause and effect. Lower funding means less investment and upkeep in new projects, which in turn leads to degrading infrastructure. And with that, we are going to take a quick break, but we will be back with more Market Dives. Know of a business or nonprofit in Boone County that has shown kindness to our community in 2021? Nominate them today for a Kindness in Business Award. The second annual Kindness in Business Awards are proudly presented through a collaboration between Missouri Business Alert and Children's Grove. 
The awards aim to celebrate kindness, resiliency, and sacrifice among businesses in Boone County. And let's face it, kindness deserves recognition. We hope you will join us in nominating local businesses and nonprofits for these awards at kindnessinbusinessawards.com. The nomination period runs from September 27th until 5 p.m. on Sunday, October 10th. Again, you can nominate at kindnessinbusinessawards.com. Spread kindness today. I guess the next piece of the puzzle is the link between infrastructure quality and economic health. What parts of Missouri's economy are affected by the strength of its infrastructure? Well, infrastructure quality affects a lot of economic variables, some more clearly than others. The most obvious one is worse road quality means a higher likelihood of causing mechanical problems, which can raise vehicle repair costs. And what are some other factors infrastructure affects? Well, when you have roads that are unusable and bridges that can't support freight trucks over a certain weight, all of a sudden you have shipping routes being diverted away from the quickest path. This disruption decreases efficiency and increases shipping costs which can create log jams in a company's supply chain. Then there are smaller effects like traffic congestion, which increases commute times and leads to consumers having to use and spend more on gas. Wow, so this really does have a large impact on what happens in the state. Yeah, that's why Glenn and other transportation advocates have been so adamant about pushing for this tax increase. Missouri is particularly reliant on infrastructure because of its agriculture-based economy. Farmers need to ship their goods across the state so it's important for them to have dependable roadways. Well, we've covered some reasons that Missouri needs to invest in infrastructure. Is there anything else we're missing? There's also just a need for it because of the size of Missouri's road network. I talked with Brian Porter, who works for Terracon, an engineering firm based in the Kansas City area that designs infrastructure projects. He says that Missouri has the seventh largest distance of roadway and the seventh largest number of bridges but we're maintaining that inventory with funding from the second lowest gas tax. So as a result of that, 12.5% of our bridges are, are rated structurally deficient compared with 8.9% of bridges nationwide. While people can take the importance of strong infrastructure for granted, Porter says it's an important investment to make. Now, infrastructure's not free. It's easy for, for a lot of us to forget that. You know, we go wake up in the morning, we go in our bathroom, turn on the, the, the faucet and the water comes out and it's nice and clean and it's it's healthy. Or we get in our car and we drive to work and we uh, don't run over any potholes. So infrastructure, when it's, when it's well taken care of and when it's new, it's easy to forget about. And, uh, but when it's deteriorating, then everybody knows about it. So take, for instance, potholes or traffic or, uh, you know, anybody that's driven across Missouri knows that there's probably some stretches of Interstate 70 where we could use an extra lane of travel. There's an awful lot of traffic there, and it's dangerous. It costs lives. I can definitely see why infrastructure would be an area that's easy to forget how important it is. Missouri passed its gas tax to fund infrastructure, but that's not the only funding, right, Ian? Right. So the gas tax falls under a category of funding called user fees, which are fees paid by citizens. This category also includes things like vehicle sales tax and license and registration fees. There is also a small portion of the Missouri General Fund that is allocated to infrastructure funding. And lastly, there is federal funding that the state receives. In 2019, the Missouri Department of Transportation got just shy of $1 billion. And as we already touched on, Biden's plan could further increase federal funding for a short period of time. Right. And we should note that the Biden plan is not a done deal. But what might it mean for infrastructure in Missouri? We could spend a whole episode on the federal plan. It's worth highlighting a few things. The administration estimates that around $9 billion will be allocated toward Missouri's infrastructure. 
meaning Missouri will rank 14th in terms of funds received under Biden's plan. While the plan will give the most money to bridges and roads, there will also be funds allocated toward railways, public transit, high-speed internet, water, and energy. So maybe the definition of infrastructure is a little broader than we thought. Yep. Infrastructure touches on energy, transportation, internet connectivity, and just about all of our day-to-day activities. And it seems like that's exactly why it's an issue that the Biden administration and Missouri politicians on both sides of the aisle agree on, which is feeling more and more like a rarity. Thank you to Horse Lords for providing the music for this episode. And thank you so much for listening this week. This is Market Dives, a KBIA and Missouri Business Alert podcast. For my co-host Ian Laird and producer Coleman Mitchell, I'm DC Benincasa. Talk to you next time. 